Welcome to Elevate with V, a nurturing and collaborative community with the mission of empowering you to overcome challenges and to live your most extraordinary life. I'm your host, V, and through my own healing and transformational journey, I've encountered a wide variety of healers who have all in their own way shared one universal message, that every storm has a silver lining. Join me in each episode as I engage in meaningful conversations to empower us to transform our darkness into purposeful light. On this podcast, we elevate. So let us journey together and be lifted up to our greatest potential. Welcome, everyone, to Elevate with V. So excited to be here with everyone. So this podcast was inspired by my own journey and as a way to express gratitude to those beautiful people that have helped me along the way. So I would love to share who they are and their gifts with all of you. And I can't wait to introduce my guest today. Heather is a quantum healing hypnosis practitioner who is certified in beyond quantum healing hypnosis and soul center healing hypnosis. She is trained in spirit releasement and assists her clients in connecting in with their energetic body to locate and remove attachments and clear energetic blockages. Her sessions focus on assisting the client with deep inner healing through the release of traumatic events in this lifetime and past lifetimes. She also has an online community called the Quantum Soul Members Portal where she provides members with monthly guided meditations and group hypnosis sessions for ongoing healing and expansion. So welcome, Heather. Hello. How are you? So good. (laughs) So I did want to share really quickly my connection to Heather. So I found Heather through Alexandra, who um, is known to Heather, they're friends, and they're also trained, I believe, with the BQ8's, you know, modality. And I remember watching, um, what was it? I think I was connected to Alexandra's uh, Facebook group. And she said that you guys had exchanged BQ8 sessions with each other. And she says, go check out the session. I'm like, Ooh, okay, that sounds really cool. So then I started to watch, you know, the YouTube video, and that took me to your channel. And then when I came to your channel, I was like, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I it's like I was I was sharing with Heather before. It's like a Netflix channel because once you get <laughs> it really oh, is, you just can't stop. And I was just like yeah. sucked in. I was like, oh my God, this content is so amazing. And you know, full disclosure, it's not like I hadn't listened to BQH or QHHT sessions, but sometimes I think it's also the timing and the information that's coming through and I just got pulled in. So that's kind of how I originally connected with uh, Heather. And then, you know, she had a telegram group so that I got to connect with her a little bit more kind of, you know, more in depth versus like just watching something on YouTube. And then we just started to connect from there. And then very recently she opened up her beautiful quantum soul member portal, which I decided to join. And it's so amazing. And I know we're going to talk more about that and all of these amazing things uh, that we shared in her bio. But I did also want to say that, um, you know, the things that I really love about you, Heather, is that you're just so like warm and open. And I always feel, you know, just this genuine, authentic desire that you have to assist others with their healing and support. And I also love that you're really vulnerable. So you always like share 
like what's going on. And then that creates a really comfortable space for like all of us. So I'm super grateful um, for this connection. And I'm so excited to chat with you today. Goodness, thank you. What a great introduction. Yeah, we were chatting a little bit about where we came together. And it was beautiful Alexandra's group. Um, She was actually I want to say we were each other's, well, she may have done a couple of sessions before me, but she was my very first session swap. So the very first one that I did was with her. And I remember thinking like, what in the heck am I doing? (laughs) So those, those were the first ones, but then we came together again later down the road and we did another couple of sessions, Um, but hers are amazing. She has got this incredible connection. I remember the very first session I think I did with her or one of the first was, um, I don't know, it was she connected in with a supercomputer that basically gave her details of all of these issues in her body that she was going through. And they would take her to different pages where they would have what she was going through and how to heal. I can't remember, but it was, I was sitting here going, I don't even know what to do with this, but please just keep going. (laughs) Like it was amazing. Wow. Well, I love that you're sharing that. And Heather and I talked before. I actually have a session with Alexandra that I booked. And uh, I was literally saying that it's just about timing. And I think the universe is working it out perfectly that even though I booked it a while ago, just with everything going on in our lives, I'm like, okay, it's going to come, it's going to happen. And I'm super excited for it. So they always do. Yes, it always like works out. So you know, just so everyone knows, um, and everything that I read with Heather's bio, I mean, it is jam packed with information. So we're not going to be able to get to everything. So <laughs> just full disclosure, we're not going to be able to get to everything because there's so much to talk about. So we've already said that we're just going to go with the flow. And if it turns out that we need to bring Heather back for a part two, we will do that. So we're just kind of going to jump in and just see what flows. So I'm super excited, Heather, for you being here with me today. And I'm honored that you're joining me. Thank you. I'm excited. Yay. So um, I'm going to kind of jump into a little bit about your kind of childhood and growing up. And what I mean by that is, you know, for a lot of us, like for me, for example, uh, my healing journey didn't really start until about two years ago. And I'm sure that I was always aware of things, but I think it all really started to come more into my awareness when I went through my journey. And uh, I have had the privilege of listening to some of your shares in the past. So I know that for you, things started much earlier, which is why I was like, let's kind of go back into a little bit more of your childhood, because you were aware and experiencing some things that would probably not be considered normal. I'm going to put that in quotes. So (laughs) let's start there. If you're not normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, you know, childhood, I don't think that I really experienced anything much. It wasn't until around the age of maybe like 19 or 20. And I started to wake up. I really wasn't asleep because I could see the room. I could see my space that I would, that I was in. Um, but I would see things. So I would see what looked like people, sometimes shadows, sometimes creatures, um, sometimes things that just didn't even make sense. Um, things would come 
out of the bed at me, you know, things over the bed at me, things would come to scare me. And then some things would just be in my room. I could hear things too. I could hear, um, I don't really know how to describe it. It just, sometimes it sounded like a large group of people that were talking, but there was nothing on in the house. Um, all sorts of strange things like that. And it got so bad where it was happening multiple times every night. I finally started going to doctors because I thought there's something wrong with me. So I was doing CAT scans and MRIs and um, sleep studies. There wasn't anything wrong with me. I didn't know it at the time, but I was going into the theta brainwave state, which is what we take our clients in for hypnosis. Um, and when you're in that state, it's very easy to see multidimensionally. It's able, you're able to see into other realms and other spaces, just like when we take a client into hypnosis, um, that's how they're able to connect with their guides, their angels, or their higher self. Um, it just takes the conscious mind sort of out of the way and it gives you that connection. So I've, I found out since that it was sort of preparing me for what I would experience in these hypnosis sessions, especially around um, entity release and that type of work, because I became aware very early of all of the things that are in our environment that most of us are just not aware of, but I was seeing those things. Wow. Okay. So I am going to ask, I know you said you were feeling this more like when you were like 19 or so. So you didn't have any of this occur when you were younger? Like, mm -mm. No. Okay. So that's no. good news. So it wasn't like yeah. you were freaked out and like jumping into mom and dad's bed and being like, oh my God. Well, okay. I will say that now that you sort of triggered a thought, yeah, I think I slept with my parents till I was about seven years old. <laughs> I would go sneak in their, their bed. And I do remember little bits and pieces of things that I thought were in my room, but I don't have a good memory of thinking back to what that was. I just remember I didn't want to be in my room. So I would go and I would wedge myself on the side of the bed just so I could be in there with them. Oh my God. So there probably was. I just can't yes. recall. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. So I was like, how would it first appear when you're 19? I mean, there has to be something else that was occurring. So that's actually quite fascinating. One thing I do want to clarify because, you know, a lot of times when people say that they see things, they will say, Oh, it's in my mind's eye. It's in my third eye. But what you're talking about yeah, is eyes wide different. open. Eyes yes. wide open. Yes. Yeah, because I could have if you were, let's just say you were in the room with me, I could have a conversation with you about what I was seeing. Although it wouldn't make much sense because you're not seeing it. And I'm <laughs> sitting there trying to describe what I'm seeing. So I had an awareness that I'm in my space. I wasn't in a dream. Um, I was awake, but not awake enough, but eventually it's like the, the, whatever I was seeing would just fade away. Once my eyes were open long enough and I came out of that theta brainwave state and brought myself back up, it wasn't there anymore, but I could have, um, I, I called them. I just have these repeats. Um, I thought it was hallucinating for a long time. That's, that's the only thing that I could find out that was going on was I'm hallucinating. I would have the same hallucination multiple times a night and see the same being or the same thing in my room. And it would just make me go, what is happening? Because how am I seeing the exact same thing 
multiple nights in a row. It doesn't make any sense, but. Wow. Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine Heather. That is, you know, kind of exciting and scary at the same time when you're describing it, right? Cause you're like, I was going to ask you, were they human-like? Were they just things that you've never seen, like beings or creatures? Is that kind of a strange question to ask? I would say there was a little bit of everything, honestly. I mean, it was such a mix and there were even things that just wouldn't make sense. It was like, um, I don't know, things that would crawl up the wall, but I don't have really a description for them. And what I learned later too, is that your mind tries to piece together what it knows with what it's seeing. And if you don't have that image or that understanding of what you're seeing, it's going to pull something from what you have in your mind and create that. So, you know, there was one night I can remember seeing ladybugs with parachutes. I mean, that makes no sense, but they were just falling down from the sky. Now what that was, I don't know. Um, But a lot of times it was, it was something that was standing there or something in the room. Wow. It was crazy. <laughs> and I'm assuming during this time, Heather, it was just one of those things where like, I can't tell anybody anything. So you went like the medical professionals. Oh, I did. No, I, I did tell everybody. I was like, this is happening to me and I don't know what's going on. And yeah. And what did they say to you? What did they, what did they think when you would share with people? Nobody really, nobody really knew, but I wasn't like, I wasn't, um, I wasn't worried that they were, I just didn't know what was happening. Obviously it was happening to me, but I just didn't know what it was, but nobody else did either. So, wow. So where did that take you? So here you're like, okay, I'm going to try to figure out, can someone help me? What's going on? Am I hallucinating? What's going on? So then where do we go from there? You know, we, after just exhausting myself with doctors and not being able to like research, I researched and researched and researched. I finally found something called hypnagogic hallucinations. And I really thought that that's what it was. So I just thought, okay, I now know what it was, at least at the time. Now I know it's different, but, um, I I just want to put an end to it. So I started taking sleep medicine. I started taking sleep sleeping pills to just get me past that point of opening my eyes so I could get some rest. I was exhausted. I mean, most days, because sometimes it would be five or six times a night that I'm waking up seeing stuff. And I just got to a point where I'm like, I'm shutting it down. Um, So I'm still struggling to get off of that medication, but I'll, I'll get off of that when the time is right. Um, But I did find out in the last session that I did with Tony Mowry that I had also put a cover over my third eye and my higher self said she got so tired (laughs) of seeing all the things that she just shut it down. And I can remember just being like, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I actually remember watching that session where you shared that. I was like, wow. I mean, it's kind of, uh, you know, a very interesting circumstance, right? Where you're just, it's overwhelming, right? Because it's almost like you have to still live your life and you're having this stuff happening that you're not being able to sort of like, in some sense, being able to figure out like, what is it? Like, what do I need to do? And so, so like you said, you, you know, you gone on this medication to sort of, you know, help with that. So then where does that lead you once you said, okay, I'm going to take this medication? How do we start to like now move towards either? I guess I was going to ask you, like, did you have kind of a 
time where things kind of fell apart for you to kind of step into kind of your healing journey? Absolutely. Yeah, but that was there there was a big space in between. Yeah, I would say I would say that my awakening started 2016, 2017. So I'd been dealing with all of that stuff for a long time. Well, I'd shut it out a long time. So that wasn't even in my realm of thought anymore because it wasn't affecting me. But yes, I went through one of those where life sort of starts to (laughs) self-destruct and you're shifted (laughs) off in a different direction. And you're thinking, what is happening? My life is falling apart, Um, but it's it's moving you into another path and, and starting that process. So that is exactly how it happened for me. Wow. So, you know, as you know, this podcast really does focus on healing journeys. And so um, it's almost sort of like we have to navigate through that sort of shadow time to sort of really be able to see some of the gifts and the beauty. So for you, was it, um, you know, for me, it was a very solo experience. Um, I really didn't have anyone to talk to, like when kind of my world fell apart. And Mm -hmm. it kind of coincided with the pandemic, of course, that's kind of how I planned it, apparently. And, you know, just being able to go through that journey, but like not have anyone to connect with or talk to. And even though I know that that's part of the process, a lot of it is a solo. What was your experience when you kind of went through that? Everything's like falling apart. Did you have support system? Like, what did your journey look like? Yeah. Um, So I think that's, I hear that from so many people when I'm working with clients is, you know, when everything starts shifting, it is really hard because what you're going through is so, is so different from, from the norm. You know, it's hard to explain all the things that we go through. Um, I did have one person. I had the sweetest friend that actually was placed in this neighborhood and we had met and started becoming friends right before everything started to fall apart. Um, She was the one person in my life that when everything started, because mine was sort of like um, it was falling apart. But then all of this other stuff was coming at me very quickly, like, okay, you need to understand that angels are real. And I started to, um, you know, channel my angels, my guardian angel when I was meditating. And and now we're going to spread that out and you're going to start to understand that there's extraterrestrials and there's other life out there. It's not just you. And uh, now we're going to bring, it was like, boom, boom, boom. One thing after the other, you're having to learn really quickly. And I was going through periods of time where I was trying to integrate all of this new information. And I thought my head was going to explode. I thought I was going crazy. Um, But this one sweet friend that I had in my life, she was the one person that I could call anytime. And my guides would even say, pick up the phone and call her, pick up the phone and call her. She'll, she'll come right over and you can sit and talk to her. And every time, and I would say, okay, so today I found out that there is reptilians and that reptilians may be here on this planet. (laughs) And I can just remember being like, I don't know what to do with this information. (laughs) And she would just sit there very calmly and listen to me and never once made me feel like you're going crazy or you're losing your mind. 
you know, even if she thought the things I was telling her was crazy, she was so wonderful and supportive. And she was also one of the ones, because when I started to shift, um, you and I talked before this and our career paths before the healing work was so different. Um, I was a graphic designer and a web designer and marketing. And all of a sudden I'm being drawn very quickly into all of these healing modalities, learning Reiki and learning energy healing and, and trying to do these different modalities that I was learning, trying to practice. And she was that one sweet person that no matter what I was learning, she let me try it out on her. I could call her up with anything and say, okay, I've got this new, whatever, can I just do it on you? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on over. <laughs> so to have somebody like that, was just a massive blessing to me because I don't think that I would have kept pushing myself to learn more and more and more had I have not had that one support person that was letting me try things and practice and see how, how I was able to do. And that helped me to get to where I am. So one person, but she was amazing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is really a blessing. Yes. Definitely a blessing to have that. Um, you know, so it's really interesting. Typically, I like to dive deeper into the healing journey, but today I'm actually not going to do that because I definitely want people to just get a little bit of an idea of the amazing work that you do. So I am going to request if you can share um, a little bit about how you actually even came into uh, wanting to do BQH work and describe it a little bit for our audience today. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, I was getting interested in all these healing modalities and I'm also learning all of this new earth stuff, you know, that starts coming into reality, learning about, um, ascension and spiritual awakening and this shift that we're moving through. And, um, I was learning it very rapidly. You know how the videos just magically pop up in your YouTube and it's like, okay, the guides want you to watch this. And you're like, your mind is blown with this information that you never, you never even dreamed existed. Um, and so I found hypnosis. I stumbled across, I want to say Alba Weinman was the first one that I came across. And I remember watching my first videos of hers. Um, and listening to people who were in a trance, you know, deep, deep hypnotic state, um, bringing through the same information that I was seeing on these other videos. And I thought, how is that possible? I was so blown away. Um, I did, like you said, I started binge watching her videos, which then led me to look for other practitioners because I could not get enough of the hypnosis. I thought it was the most fascinating thing I'd ever seen in my life. Um, and so when I stumbled across Candace's course, the Beyond Quantum Healing Hypnosis, um, I really just got it because I wanted to learn how do they do it? You know, what is the magic behind how they get people to bring this information forward? I was so fascinated. Um, and so I, I took the course or I started taking the course just just thinking, I just want to know how this is done. Um, and it ended up being about a year later where I got, I, I just, it's so funny because I remember I was outside watching an ALBA session and 
I just heard this booming voice in my head that was like, you can do this. You know, it was loud. You can do this. And I was like, you know, I think I can do this. And yeah, that was, that was just all it took. And I started on this journey. Oh my gosh. So amazing. So I know this is going to be, uh, you know, this particular episode, there is a lot of, I'm going to say, you know, kind of higher frequency information that's coming through because, you know, for a lot of the other sessions, we're sort of diving more into like, how do you connect with your guides and different practices to help you go through your journey? Uh, But I think that this is a really beautiful uh, kind of introduction to you know, the audience to be like, wow, there's all these amazing different things. And whenever you're ready, this information will be like here for you uh, Mm -hmm. to tap back into. But I would love for you to kind of share. So what is BQH? Like, what exactly is it? So beyond quantum healing hypnosis, well, let's see. So most people have heard of quantum healing hypnosis technique which is Dolores Cannon's method of hypnosis, what she developed so many years ago. And then beyond quantum healing hypnosis is, I guess you could say it's sort of like an offshoot a little bit. That's Candace Craw Goldman's version of hypnosis. Um, And what it is, is it just, it takes a client into a very relaxed brainwave state. So that's that theta brainwave state that we were talking about. And in that state, it allows the conscious mind to sort of move off to the side so that you can tap into the higher consciousness. And when you can tap into the higher consciousness, that's when you can bring forward information and answers from the person's subconscious or higher self. You can connect with their spirit guides, their angels. We can connect with crossed over loved ones and relatives in these sessions. Um, We can do a lot of healing work, very deep, deep healing work. Um, We can connect in with issues and experiences and traumas in this lifetime that need healing. And we can even take the clients back into past lives or what I like to call parallel lives to um, figure out if there's anything that needs to be healing and healed in those lifetimes, or if there's just something that they need to connect in with. Um, so it's just an, it's a really amazing way of bringing healing to the body and to also bring forward the answers and information that you need just to help you take the next best steps in your life. Wow. That is so powerful. Um, I know that this information is going to be like, people are like, what? I can do what? This is pretty amazing. So would you say that, um, is it a certain kind of person that would be drawn to wanting to do a session? Like what has been your experience of people coming to you? I presume that you ask them, like, how did you find me? And why do you want to do this? Yeah, I think when you're when you're seeking out quantum healing hypnosis, um, most people, they're seeking it. They know that it's there. They're drawn to it. Um I don't get too many clients that come in and are like, I don't even know what's going to happen. You know, I do get a few and some of them do amazing. You know, you're, you're never sure what they're going to, what they're going to do. But yeah, I would say most people that seek out that type of healing are very aware of what it is. Um, They know a little bit about what to expect. Um, It's funny because a lot of times 
you know, somebody will come in and say, I'm going through my awakening or I, I, it just started over the last few years. And they'll talk about Dolores Cannon, how she just, she just pops into your reality whenever it's time for your awakening to kick into high gear. And so when I hear them say that, I'm like, yep, she's like a catalyst to get people, people over to this healing. I feel. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing because I think, you know, and you and I were talking about this before is that as we move along in our healing journey and we build our trust with our own connection, whether it's our guides, our team, whatever you want to call that, your higher self, um, you know, you start to notice the nudges, you start to notice the synchronicities. And, um, you know, I was sharing with Heather earlier is that you know, that it's like, it was all planned for me to come to your channel from your channel. I found, you know, another practitioner who I was also listening to. So, you know, all of these things, it's sort of like, we're getting the messages and of course, you know, free will, we don't have to follow or listen to some of the guidance that comes in. Right. If you do, (laughs) uh, you know, there's all these beautiful things that we're guided to, and it's always in perfect timing, you know? So I think that's so fascinating that you shared that. And you are right. I, you know, I too, when I first started listening to sessions, it was all like uh, Dolores Cannon, QHHT practitioners. And then that kind of connected me to the BQH and, you know, um, and then other modalities that have sort of spun out. Um, So obviously we could talk in great depth about this, but I also wanted to make sure to touch really quickly on, um, you know, you, you've added into your repertoire of things. It's uh soul center healing hip- hypnosis. So I would love for you to share a little bit about that as well. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's interesting when I started my hypnosis journey, um, I had all these amazing sessions that I started to do, but there were some sessions where I just had a feeling there was something a little off with the session. Um, watching a lot of Alba's sessions, I had seen her do some entity release work. Um, I had seen her taking um, a client back in time and um, then realizing that it wasn't the actual client's past life that she was looking at, but it was an attachment, an entity, a, a lost soul that was attached to the client. And so I had seen that before. Um, I knew that it was it was possible. Um So when I had sessions where we were connecting with the higher self and the higher self was annoyed or cussing at me or put off because we're asking questions, you know, I was thinking something's just not right with this. There's something else going on. And so I can remember trying to get that thing to come up and speak with me, but I never could. (laughs) I tried all these different ways. I even remember writing a script out that I had watched Alba do and I still couldn't get it to work. (laughs) (laughs) So it finally led me back around because I kept asking, okay, I want to figure out what's going on and I want to figure out how to stop this because something's not right. And that sort of led me to connecting with Laura Whitworth, who does soul center healing hypnosis. And that's a big part of her journey was that um, she was also experiencing a lot of that with her sessions and ended up developing a way of doing a body scan at the beginning of the sessions to try to connect in with the body and see if she could get some of that off. Because if you've got a strong entity or an attachment um, and you don't get that off, 
there's a possibility that instead of speaking with the higher self at the end of the session, you are speaking with that attachment. So you definitely don't want to do that because the attachment is not going to give you the right information. They're going to give you what they want you to know, and it's not always nice. So um, once I started implementing her method and, and watching her videos and kind of seeing the way that she does it, it's like everything blew up with the entity release. Um, I started finding all sorts of stuff on my clients before we would even make it into the session. Um, almost to the point where I was a little bit like, this can't be possible. You know, there was so much stuff that some people have attached to them. And this again can go back lifetimes. It's not even from this life always. always. You know, you can have things attached to you in other lifetimes that have been with you through lifetimes. So um, it can be very complex. But once I started learning from her and got some confidence around that, um, it just, it took my journey in a little bit different direction. And it's been interesting. (laughs) It's been interesting. Oh my goodness. Wow. That is so fascinating, Heather. Like I just... I almost feel like the audience is like, what is she talking about? Entity <laughs> attachments? What the yeah. heck is that? What are those things? A little bit more. <laughs> Would that be helpful to explain yes, what I'm talking please. about? Okay. Yeah. So it, it kind of ties in very well back to what we were talking about at the beginning, the different things that I was seeing in my environment when I had fallen asleep or was on my way to sleep. Um These are things, these energies, these entities that exist all around us. They're in a different frequency than we are, which is why we can't see them. Some people can, but most of us cannot, but they're there. Um, These different types of entities or beings consist of earthbound spirits. And those are souls that come out of the body at the time of death and they don't cross over into the, onto the other side where we, where we're supposed to go. Um, Something happens. uh, Most of the time it's a tragic accident. We get a lot of car accidents. We get fires. We get um, things that happen very unexpectedly. You know, we have this understanding that when you come out of your body, that you instantly know to cross over to the other side, but that's not quite the case. Some souls get confused. Some souls are afraid to go into the light because they've been told their whole life that they're they're terrible and they're going to go somewhere else and they're fearful of that. Um, lots of different reasons. So those earthbound souls can they can wander around, kind of what we would consider our ghosts. And then if you are, if your energy is low, if you're experiencing a trauma or you're going through a difficult period in your life and your energy field, your auric field is not strong, um, they can attach to you energetically and they can stay with you. Um, And you would be surprised at how many people have another person, sometimes a whole collection of people attached to them. And so when that earthbound spirit attaches to you, it can project its own feelings, thoughts, and emotions onto you. If it experienced any pain at the time of death. Um, So for instance, car accidents is one of the big ones that we see. And I will ask, what was the part of your body that was impacted most when you died? 
so let's say they hit the head and they um, they smash through the windshield. Um, that person who is sort of hosting the um, entity, the being, um, may experience terrible headaches and has never been able to get relief by going to doctors or trying different things because the headaches don't even belong to them. It belongs to the being that's attached to them. So once we can find that being, we can help it to heal, to release from the body. Then we help it to cross back into the light, to to go back where it's supposed to go. The headaches stop for that person or whatever ailments that they're having. Um, People who have voices in their head. A lot of times we find it's not, you're not schizophrenic. It's actual other souls that you're hearing their conversation in your mind. Wow. You have, you have the earthbound spirits. That's just one little piece of it. (laughs) Then you have what we consider the darker entities, um, which there's a range of those from very just, you know, we just want to, we just want to mess with you because we can all the way up to very demonic, um, very scary, you know, what we would think of very scary energies that get attached to people. And then outside of that, then you've got artificial intelligence that can be placed in the body. And there's a whole, we could, we could get into hours of discussion on that. We won't do it, but there's a lot, there's a lot with that too, where it comes from, how it can attach to you. Um, there's implants, there's all sorts of, there's just a variety of things that can be attached to you energetically. And so the thing to realize and and what I would hope that people who start to become aware of this type of healing is not all issues that you have are physical issues. And so we seek doctors, um, which of course you always should do that. But sometimes if you've been trying to heal something for a long time, it may not be just physical. It may be energetic. And so you know, to, to possibly think about that and, and seek out a practitioner that can help you tune into the body so that you can figure out what's going on. Wow. Heather, that is so powerful. And thank you so much for describing, because I think that is so helpful for people to understand. And of course, we want to preface this by saying that we don't want anyone to get scared or freak no. out and be like, oh my God, what's attached no, to me? No, no. You know, I say, we say this to our clients. We're like, listen, if you've got it, it's already there. It's already with you. So there's nothing to be freaked out about. Um, I went through my own clearing with Laura um, and, and I thought, there's nothing on me. I don't have anything. I'm good. I'm good. And the first thing that came off was I had a a more demonic entity attached to my third eye. And I remember I was in hypnosis and I just started laughing like maniacally, like it was like an evil. (laughs) And I, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty conscious when you're in hypnosis, you're not just like out of it. Um, And I can remember in my mind, mind going, how do I make that stop? because I was doing a class demonstration. So there were probably about 10 people that were watching me. I was aware of that, but I was also aware that this, whatever she was pulling off at the time, it was, it was in control right at that moment. So, but she got it right off and no problems. 
Wow. And I'm just going to ask you, since you personally went through it, did you feel an instant shift or change when that was taken away and released? Did you feel anything post? I can, well, yeah, I can say probably, um, I don't know if I noticed really anything with the third eye. I just know that whatever it was, was now off. So I did have some other things too, that she took off. And I did notice some shifts with my body after that. Um, I do have a lot of clients that will say issues that they've had for so long will clear up after their sessions. Um, No more headaches, no more voices. Um, Things, a, a lot of times you'll find things that are on you like the AI or the entities, and they're there specifically to hold you down and hold you back, especially if you consider yourself a light worker or a star seed. Um, They do not want us bringing in more light. They don't want you tapping into who you really are and remembering that. So we'll find a lot of things on the legs and on the arms, trying to weigh them down and not let them tap into that light. yeah, it's just it's incredible what we what we encounter. Wow. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm going to say this cuz I know that a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, you know, now we've talked about light workers and star seeds. I know there's going to be a lot of terminology in here that people are going to be like, <laughs> "Okay, I haven't really heard of this." So, this episode is going to require you to do some homework. So, please start <laughs> your Google searches and I would highly recommend to please go to Heather's YouTube channel and just start to listen to sessions because there's something that's really powerful that number one, of course, so much gratitude for the clients that allow you to share yeah. the session so that can all benefit. And I promise you, and I'm sure Heather's going to confirm as you start to watch the videos, they help for you to just deepen your own awareness and understanding. And it's almost sort of like there's something that happens as you're watching. It is like you're absorbing the information and your mind and body are also processing, but also to some degree, I do call it healing because when you are listening to something happening, it opens up some doors for you to be like, oh, I never thought of that. Or, oh, Maybe I could do that little practice. And and there's always, you're always so good, Heather, in your sessions to not only be taking care of the client so well, but then also making sure that your audience is not just listening, but like there is something for us to also engage in like, oh, I could learn from this or I could do this or, hey, this could be a great tip or why don't you try this in your meditation? So I would really encourage people to definitely start to like listen. And, you know, like Heather said, and I've said, I mean, there are a lot of other practitioners who are out there, but, um, you know, it's such a great place to start and just kind of see how you feel about the material. And, you know, this episode, lots of great information. So it's, there's a lot of concepts that are going to be like, oh, wow, that's interesting. But as you listen to the episodes, I promise it does offer so much more clarity and depth. And, you know, it would be impossible for Heather and us to like in this one session, try to, you know, get into all the nitty gritty. I'm just trying to make sure that we can share enough information with the audience. So they're sort of like, 
Wow, that is really interesting. I've never heard of this stuff before, and I'm going to go research it. Or, you know what? This sounds amazing. Maybe I want to have a session and see what comes up, you know? So there's so many options and things that are available to us. And that was also one of the key reasons why I, you know, invited Heather to join me because, you know, there's so many amazing tools and modalities that are out there that we could not even have talked about a few years ago, you know, and the fact that we can even have this conversation and share the kind of work that you're doing and others are doing is so powerful because it just says that there's all these different ways to deal with things. Like one of the things that you said is, you know, for example, like you said, you know, people are like, oh my God, something's wrong with me. I have all these like voices in my head. I don't understand. What is this thing that I'm not being able to understand? I've gone to doctors. I've done my research. Maybe getting a session could be helpful. Maybe you'll get some new answers or maybe, you know, the the amount of healing that's available. And it's not just physical healing. This is like emotional, mental, spiritual, like it is a, like a package deal. So it really goes in. And what's beautiful, it's almost like if we could understand this idea of Heather is basically like helping you to heal yourself because it's really you guiding you. Does that make sense, Heather? I'd love for you to share more about that. It's 100%. You're the one that heals yourself. I'm simply the guy that helps you find the spots that you need to heal, but you're you're doing all the work yourself. And I try to help to, my clients to understand that you have the power to do these things outside of a session. Um, doing a session is great because you can see sort of how I work with the energy and I can give you sort of that baseline of what you can do. But I always try to, when I'm doing my sessions, um, even say in the session, and you can do all of these things, you know, you can continue this work and use the light and the energy and the frequencies that we work with in the sessions for healing. Um, you can send that energy out to other people for healing. Um, we are so powerful and we're just now really starting to remember how powerful that we are. Um, but that's why I love sharing the sessions too, talking about um, I, I do try to put quite a few sessions out and I have some amazing clients that are so wonderful in letting me share. I feel when I first started watching the sessions, I felt like that I would come across a practitioner site and just listening to them. Sometimes I felt like that session is for me. Um, I, I can put myself in that client's position. And I feel like that information was meant for me. And I can take something from that and start to implement that in my life. Um, it's exactly what I want for the people who listen to my channel. Um, I, I want to educate on these things that people aren't aware of, the sort of crazy things that you're like, I don't know if I want to know that, but we need to know it, right? We <laughs> need to know. Um, but I, I like putting information out because I, I will listen to a session and I'm like, so many people could resonate with this person and their journey and what they're going through. Even some of the personal information, I try not to share too personal information, but I do like to share it sometimes because another person may be going through that same experience and to hear what the higher guidance brings through might help them in, in so many ways. and and that's. That's what I want to do when I'm sharing. I just want to help other people, whether you can have a session or not. Maybe something that you hear will help you in some way. 
Absolutely. And I love that you said that, Heather, because, you know, and I said this in the intro that it's just such a, like, I I sensed your calling and your passion about really wanting to help others. And also, like you said, to have them be like, you can actually do this. You don't have to keep coming back to me. You know, I'm giving you, I'm sharing. Yes, maybe for the first session, maybe you could do two sessions, but it's almost like, don't keep coming back to me because you have the tools. You can actually do this. Yeah. And and I think a lot of that also has to do with our personal just trust and really being like, okay, I think I can do it. And, you know, I think that's a lot of the healing journey is coming back to that place of where I can trust what my guidance is and what's coming in for me. So um, I really do appreciate that in your sessions where you're always trying to offer things to people to say, you know, not only is the client sharing all this amazing and for personal information for us to be like, wow, I can map that onto my life, what like resonates with me. But then also additionally, I feel like you always offer tools to be like, well, you know, it's not just sessions, you actually offer other things on your channel too, like your um, you do a lot of different type of uh, meditations and things that are so amazing because if people just start to like dive into some of those things, it helps to build that trust and it helps to say, wow, I can really do some of these things myself. Even if I can't make it to a session with Heather, I'm still growing and learning and healing myself through the information that's coming through. So I just think it's so powerful and the work that you do, Heather, I mean, it's just so powerful. So I'm so grateful that, you know, uh, you know, the work that you do and the information that we're all getting to receive. And of course, I can't wait for my own session because I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be so exciting. And I know I know so much more now. So I almost feel like in some sense, it's it's sort of like there's two sides, right? Like sometimes too much knowledge can also I feel like interfere, right? Because then yeah. you're like, okay, I have all these expectations and yes. I'm going to have my 20 questions. And then the universe is like, yeah, but we're not going to talk about any of that stuff. We need something else to oh, come through today. I can tell you all about that. Listen, <laughs> because I've, I've had that done to me too. Um, I've, uh, you know, I, I sort of, and I've shared that part of my journey too, about my, my own struggles with my sessions, not, not trusting, um, not trusting. Trust is huge. If you can't trust what's coming through, um, it really will throw your whole session off. And also going into your session with these high expectations um, and wanting to have everything done in one session, which I know um, these sessions are tight. They take up some time and they cost a little bit of money. Um, but, you know, somebody sometimes will come through and they'll have, I want to solve my whole life's worth of issues. And then I've got 85 questions and I get it because I like to answer, ask those questions questions myself and get the answers, but you put so much of, of an expectation on yourself of I've got to do all of these things that it almost creates a block. So I say sometimes less is more pick the most important things that you want to understand more about the most um, important parts of the, the physical body that, that you want to do healing with. Um, but typically these sessions will unfold exactly how they're meant to. That's perfect for you. And really your higher self and your higher guidance is the ones that are guiding it. And they will sometimes override your desire for all of that other stuff, because I mean, they'll cut it off and they'll just, you know, they won't answer questions and, They'll give you what you need 
but that's it. So yeah, yes, less, I love less is more in these <laughs> sessions. I've learned that the hard way. I went in with one to one session. I was so excited. Um, and I had all of these questions. I was going to bring in all of this new earth information and I wanted to go on a spaceship and I wanted to do this and da, 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 da. <laughs> and I got a little bit of healing and then it was like nothing else. <laughs> day. And what came through after the session was you need to lower those expectations because you had built it up and you had this expectation. And then when it didn't go the way that you wanted, you started to shut down and get frustrated. But that led me to creating a great video for my clients on how to not have expectations for your session. So I think that was what they planned. (laughs) Yeah, see, that's so powerful, right? It's sort of like you don't even realize that that's what it was going to create. And from your own personal experience, now you get to share. And I know that that's so powerful because, you know, um, there's always a little bit of prep work before you would go into this kind of a session. And, you know, I know there's always like, you know, you got to fill in information, questions, all of these things. But I think it's so important to set those expectations. And it's really interesting. I did have a... um, QHHT BQH session way back, like January of 2021. And Heather, I was by no means prepared to go into a session like that. And unfortunately, at that time, the practitioner didn't actually share any information. And I didn't think to ask anything because we had actually developed a little bit of a friendship. And she's like, let's just do a session. And I was so excited. I'm like, let's do a session. And then I started the session and my trust was like, Low. Yeah. So of course, the entire time I'm like, oh my God, Vanita, you're just totally making stuff up. What are you doing? That's normal. I have a video on that too. I have it. I have a playlist to help you prepare for your session. And there's a video called, I think I'm making it up <laughs> because I hear that, but it feels like that when you're in the session, um, you have to think this information is coming through your mind and you can't, it doesn't come through in a different voice. So you're kind of like, is that mine? That's where the trust comes in. That's where you have to really let go and surrender. And I always tell clients, listen, just go with the very first thing that pops into your head. Don't think about it. Don't analyze it. Don't worry about if you're making it up. Let's make up the whole session because the more that you can give yourself permission to just let whatever come through, let it come out. That's when you really tap into that higher consciousness and the sessions become amazing. It's, it's the person like me who starts to overthink things and overanalyze things. And wait a minute, that's not going through or that's not the way that I think it should be, or I'm not seeing something in the way that I think I should see it. That can hang you up too. Um, to be having good visualization skills is important. It helps tremendously as you can, you, and you can develop those. Um, but you don't always have to see in these sessions. It's more of trusting the inner knowing. And most clients will say something like, I feel, or it feels like. So if you were to ask them, well, what are you wearing on your body? Well, it feels like I'm wearing a blue dress. Or it feels like I'm holding a basket in my hands with a loaf of bread in it. Um, They may not be physically seeing it, or they may only have a slight, slight glimpse of it. But there's an inner knowing. And so if you can tap into that and then just bring through whatever it is that you're feeling 
that's perfect. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I think that's another place where people get stuck. Somehow it's popular and I'm putting it in quotes that, oh, you have to be able to see things. And people are like, but I'm not able to see. So I guess I can't do this. And we get stuck. Right. And the thing is, and you know, this is a whole other conversation and people can actually go back and listen to some of my other uh, podcasts because we go very deep into your clairs. Everybody has them. Some of them are stronger. Maybe for you, you're just like someone who just knows. I'm a very visual person, but I also hear things. So we all have them. It's just which are probably more predominant at the moment, but you can build out all of them. So it's really interesting what you were sharing because I did this session. I was like, oh my God, I'm totally making stuff up, totally making stuff up. And what ended up happening is, and this was probably accidental, the practitioner sent me the video that I was supposed to watch after my session. So of course it just... I don't know what happened. So (laughs) it's almost sort of like if I had watched that video, I think I would have come in a different way. But then I also trust the universe that it was meant to be that way. So you're going to laugh. Like I did this in January of 2021. Do you know I've not revisited that video? But I feel like now I should go and visit it because I'm an incredibly visual person. Yeah, And it's taken me a long time to trust that what I'm seeing, just trust it. Because I'm always like, oh, well, I just have such a crazy imagination. I just make up all kinds of stuff, right? And then now to integrate that and say, well, that's actually one of your gifts. Yeah. Your ability to visualize that is part of the gift. And I was like, wow, to then just integrate that. So it's almost sort of that was a great way for me to just kind of shift when I first had that session to kind of where I'm now and to say, Yeah. And I'm really excited because I can trust what I'm seeing. And like you said, it's like, what if we just trusted what we saw? And what if it don't put any pressure on yourself? Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, come in with some ideas of what you would like to know or learn, but then also be open to say, I trust my guides. I trust myself that whatever is really important for me in the moment right now, that's what I'm going to receive. And I think it's sort of like being in that state of mind will probably create the best session. (laughs) Yeah, trust is huge. I mean, even when we're connecting with the higher guidance or the guides at the end, that's one of the number one things that they say, you know, we want all these gifts to come online. It's like, you know, most people will ask, what are my spiritual gifts or how can I activate them or how can I bring them forward? And the guides are always like, be patient. They will come, you know, they'll come when you're, when you're ready. Um, But yeah, it's, it's like, you also have to trust because if you're not trusting, you're going to block it. You're not going to allow the development of that gift. If, if you're being given a gift, but you're kind of like, eh. I don't know, but it's hard. It's hard in these sessions to trust it because you do, you, you have the conscious mind that is still sort of over on the side going, "Mm -hmm, you sure you want to believe that, you know, and you have that and you have to sort of just go, go over there. (laughs) I'm working here right now. Oh my gosh. the, The first sessions and I, I do a, um, on my side, I do a two session bundle, um, which gives a discount for somebody who wants to do a second session. And what I found is when they come in for the first session, um, they're good sessions, but when you come in for the second session, because you have practiced and you know what to expect, 
that's when they can really relax. And that's when they open up and all of a sudden this amazing information starts to flow in. So that first session just sort of gets a lot of the healing work and the clearing out of the way and the things that, you know, you need to get done. And then that second session, you're ready to go. So it's just, it's just a matter, you know, you have more of that trust when you go in. So you should be good for your session because you've, you've experienced it once. So that's good. Well, that's, I think it's brilliant how you've set that up. I think that's the perfect way to do it. And um, yeah, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm more ready now just because of where I'm in my journey, the information that I have to be able to, you know, feel like I would be like, hey, we're just going to go in, don't have all these expectations and be like, I'm going to get exactly what I need today and I'm going to be super excited for it. So I love it. Well, listen, Heather, you and I can keep talking and just diving (laughs) deeper and deeper. I knew this was going to happen. So it's not a coincidence that we're like, you know, an hour, 20 minutes in and we're just like, woo, so much information to talk about. So I am quite sure that we will be having maybe a part two at some point in the future where we can dive more into this. But I would definitely highly encourage people, like I said before, please go check out Heather's YouTube channel and just start to watch the videos. There's just so much incredible information. And, um, you know, all of Heather's information obviously is going to be in the bio and the description everywhere that this gets posted. But I did want to also take a moment to have Heather share a little bit about this beautiful members portal that she's just started. So I don't want to close the session without talking about that. So Heather, please share with us about your Quantum Soul members portal. Oh, thank you. Um, Yeah, this was something I've sort of been I've been doing over the last year or two in conjunction with the sessions. Um, I, I just wanted to offer a way that people could have ongoing healing. You know, when you come in for a session, we do the deep dive. We go, um, we go specifically into what you need for your healing. Um, but after that, you really need to continue to do the work, the clearing, the energy healing, the releasing, um, integrating more light, activating the light within you. Um, So I started doing some sort of some individual sessions along the way um, and some group hypnosis sessions, which are always amazing because I can take an entire group into different lifetimes so that they can have that experience. And then we still do all of that energy healing and clearing work. We just do it in a group setting. So the portal was just a way of creating a place where people could get that ongoing healing through monthly guided meditations and group hypnosis sessions. We do a live session every month. Um, And if you can't make the live sessions, I have a recorded version that you can use at home anytime that you want. But I also wanted to create a community um, just to help people to connect. Um, One of the things, you know, when I'm working with clients, like we talked about um, at the beginning, it is a little bit of a lonely journey when you start going through this. Um, You can't just tell everybody, you know, you try sometimes and they just look at you a little cross-eyed, like, what are you talking about? Um, So when you hear that so much, you want to create a safe space um, where somebody can come in and share about those crazy experiences or the things that they can't share with family and friends. Um, And what I love about the portal is it's, you know, it's, it's right now, it's a small, nice little soul family. And I even feel 
more comfortable sharing more personal things about myself than I might put out on my YouTube channel or on a public platform. But I'm even diving deeper into my experiences to share what I've gone through because I feel like the more that I can share about myself, it opens other people up to feel safe to sharing what they've gone through. And so far, it's just been so amazing getting to know the members. So I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I love that. I'm so glad that we were able to talk about that. And I just joined the portal myself, uh, you know, over two weeks ago. And um, it's like you said, it's it's intimate, it's small, but, you know, I literally joined and that day was the the group meditation that we were doing together. And not only was that amazing, but just being able to connect with, you know, a bunch of other people who joined the call. To me, that was my favorite part, because what's amazing is, like I said, one of the things that I love about you, Heather, is like you, you are very vulnerable, and you really do share and I know the portal, it's a safer space, and you can even share even deeper. And that just for me always opens up the space for everyone else when you yeah. do that. And in like 15, 20 minutes, the things that we were all like sharing with each other, I mean, I'm getting chilled as I'm like sitting here talking about it. It was so, I'm going to use the word profound because it's like, oh my God, these people know what I'm talking about. They've had similar <laughs> experiences. Oh my God, this feels so good. And it just, you know, so I totally see your vision. I feel your vision because it's like, people coming together where it's such a safe space and you can just be yourself and just feel understood and, um, you know, just be able to connect. And I think we're all, all of us that were so much in a very solo journey, we really had to hunt high and low to find people. I mean, you know, you were lucky, Heather, you had that one designated person who was like there for you, but I didn't really have that. So I was right. seeking and, you know, I say this in every video, but it was like social media as much as I'm like, sometimes I'm like social media, but I was like, oh my God, social media saved me because I found things during this right. time. So, uh, but I wanted to come back and just say that, you know, this portal is really beautiful and it's such a wonderful creation. And I know that it's not just about us coming together. It almost feels really purposeful because one of the things that I noticed in that very short, like gathering was how many synchronicities were there in terms of what people are doing and wanting to create. So it's just very exciting. It's a beautiful space and uh, really grateful that you've created it. So I'm glad that we were able to share about it. You're right about that too. Um, and I I started noticing that in my group sessions when I bring people together. Um, there was reasons those people were coming together. I could see themes running through, you know, when we would go through the the meditation or the hypnosis session, and then we would chat at the end. And you've got several people that are all connected um, because they saw themselves on spaceships or um, they saw themselves as a certain type of being. Um, there were connections between those people. And the more that I go on my journey, the more that I can see that a lot of these people, if not most or all, we're all connected in some way outside of this group and we're just being brought together at this time. So it is purposeful and um, it's a great group of people. Some, some of those ladies have been with me for a very long time and they're still with me and I just love them dearly. And I just see more and more people coming that um, I just feel like there's going to be a big celebration one day when I get to meet all of these beautiful souls that 
I get to connect with over Zoom, but it's a wonderful group. It is. And it's so interesting, Heather, because, you know, I'm already connected in your Telegram group. I follow, we do all of these things. And then something was still nudging me. And I was like, oh, one more thing that I need to sort of like add myself to or do. But then something kept nudging me, like join her portal. You need to join her portal. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and then literally I join and then we have like that the meditation that like very next day and then just the experience that I've had. And so uh, I know that it's such a beautiful space and I'm honored to be in it with all of these beautiful people. And I know that it's going to grow and expand and uh, the people that are meant to be there and coming in, I'll, I'm going to say it freely and say it's, it's soul family that's coming together. Yeah. Um, so I definitely feel that. And I've always felt that it's really interesting now that we're talking about Heather that, you know, the people that we connect with, like, even though you and I didn't like know each other, you know, and I was really following you and doing all of these things, there's a draw. And then when you would share like some of the things, whether it was like what you're looking to create in the future, what you're looking to do, I just felt the synergy so much because I'm like, oh my God, I feel the same. And then I'm like, okay, of course it makes sense. This is why you're drawn to her channel. This is why you're drawn to her stuff is because there is you know, um, all of this stuff that is sort of like blending together to some degree, you know, and it's like a journey where you're all like growing together and creating together. And the word co-creation is such a big thing for me, which is like what you and I are doing right now. And I feel like that's what you're doing too with your members portal. It's like this co-creation, that energy of co-creation. So I absolutely love it. So I'm so excited. Well, thank you for being a part of it. I'm excited too. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. All right. So like I said, Heather and I can keep going and going and going, but we're not going (laughs) to do that today. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure to bring you know, bring it back to like making sure we talked about uh, most of the, you know, things that we could touch on for today. um, And just so that it's sort of like a sampling of different things, but enough where hopefully everyone's interest is peaked and they're like, ooh, this is some brand new information that I've never heard before. And it's very intriguing. And so I'm like, go check out Heather's stuff. All the information will be in the bio. So... Oh, thank you so much, Vanita. I've enjoyed being here so much and I can't wait for our next chat. Yes, there's definitely a part two guys, because this so. is, there's lots so. to talk about, <laughs> lots to talk about, but I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, Heather, for joining me today. It's been so much fun and we've, I mean, it is jam packed. I feel like people are going to have to like, listen to the session a few times. Oh, so. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode of Elevate with V. I'm super grateful for your precious time that you take to listen to these episodes. I hope that there were some valuable insights and tools to map onto your own journey. If you think that this content would be valuable for somebody else that you know, I would greatly appreciate you sharing it. If you have been loving this podcast, I would so appreciate it if you would follow, rate five stars, and leave an amazing review on Apple Podcasts, and please follow and rate five stars on Spotify. Higher ratings and great reviews allows this content to get out to more people. Let's support each other and elevate together. Thank you again for spending your time listening and tuning in each week. I look forward to catching you on the next episode.